Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 53. Number 53, and that's good enough for me. Woo! Welcome to the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believer, and welcome to another episode of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, and it's me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Coming at you whatever device you happen to be listening on. Well, today we are actually talking to three of three, our last experienced entrepreneur. And today we are talking to Raymond. Now, Raymond actually, and this is great, he actually started in the music industry. And uh, right after COVID hit, things kind of slowed down for him. So he decided to start a podcasting agency. We're going to get into a little bit of what that is in this next episode. So join me as we listen to... Raymond. Salutations, school believers, and we are here again with another amazing entrepreneur. Today, we are interviewing an experienced entrepreneur. Today, we're talking to Raymond. Hey, Raymond, how are you? I'm doing absolutely great, thanks. Thanks for having me. All right, great to have you here, Raymond, on The Undiscovered Entrepreneur. Now, I have a really kind of semi-serious question to ask you. Okay, you ready? I'm listening. All right. Are you a school believer? You know I am. (laughs) 
All right. Thank you for being a a school believer, Raymond. I really super appreciate that. So uh, we're going to go over some specific uh, questions that I ask my experienced entrepreneur. So the first thing I really want to do is have you describe for me uh, who you are, what your entrepreneur adventure is, and how you actually got started in it. Yeah, sure. So my direction changed quite drastically at a point in my life, but I originally started out being a professional musician and just working with uh, artists in uh, like recording and just following the path of a musician until COVID obviously happened and that ripped the rug underneath my feet. So I had to improvise a little bit and I went up to my business partner. um, I think it was in March 2020 and I said, I've got a good idea. I think this will work well. And we ended up um, starting a podcast agency, believe it or not. So it's very different from the music scene. But yeah, our podcast agency, we've been running now for three years. And it's just been an absolute blast going on down this entrepreneurial journey, which is obviously so different from a music career. All right. So explain to me exactly what a podcast agency does. I mean, what, what is that about? Sure. So um, there's a lot of speakers, authors and entrepreneurs that want to get some exposure either for for their book, product or service. And then they can get that exposure by speaking on podcasts that are filled with listeners that might be potential clients. So it's a form of marketing. And generally what we'll do then is is we'll uh, reach out to podcasts such as yourself and pitch a guest to them. And then obviously it's good content for the podcast. Also, some uh, cross-pollination and social media happening. But uh, then our clients obviously benefit from speaking on podcasts. And we just do the agency work um, from from the booking side as well as communication and such. All right. That's fantastic. That's good work to have. A lot of us have sometimes have a rough time finding uh, uh, guests and things like that for our podcast. So it's good to have somebody that's kind of like a medium person there and said, oh, this is the perfect person for your podcast. I think you would really benefit from having this author in your podcast. So really appreciate your work. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been a absolutely tough journey learning sometimes. Like I'm going to be honest with you. The competition is also stiff. But it's a so rewarding when you work with with some of the clients that get back to you and and um, praise you for for the booking of of, of a certain podcast which they were able to make good book uh, like sales out of. So yeah, there's a it's a, there's also a, a nonprofit client that we've worked with that's also just been so rewarding with like a Save the Oceans campaign. So we've we've gotten involved a little bit with those kind of projects as well, and I, I find a lot more fulfillment with those kind of projects. So yeah, it's it's been absolutely great to to recommend guests to podcasts in order for them to to obviously have new content each week or month. That's awesome. You really have to explain this is you kind of caught yourself here. So I, you really have to explain to me how you went from the music industry over to this podcast. I mean, what was the transition? How did that work exactly? Well, at the time uh COVID struck, I was quite a, in a big amount of debt, which I was able to um, accumulate even more during the trying times of starting this business. So I I still had here and there shows to play and, and records to do during COVID, but it was so small and it happened very discreetly or it uh, happened uh, a little bit later on in the year of 2020. So I was able to somewhat sustain myself here and there from gigs 
but there were obviously not nearly as many shows as what we had before COVID. So during that period, we we started building the the website for our business, and we started just reaching out to clients. And within I think the first two months or so, we had three clients, which felt um, amazing, especially being a South African and being able to generate income that's not even uh, from South Africa. That's more from from like a, a international, like a world wide uh, client base. So it's it was. Um, it was a lot of fun learning all of the aspects of the podcast industry. And I was always a podcast listener. So I knew there was a market for uh, for guests and uh, the podcasts to be interviewing these guests. So we just uh, went on a hunch and, and got a few clients. And after we got the ball rolling, it, it just became a thing of how do we grow this? How do we scale this a little bit bigger, you know? It's amazing to me sometimes how situations could change from one thing to another, uh, in times of need, and then sometimes just kind of on a whim, where it's like, "Hey, this sounds cool. Let me try this." That's kind of what I did with my podcast too, because I started out being one, be a karaoke DJ and a music DJ, but then it kind of led me over here to the podcasting world, and I haven't been back since. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing. That's a great story. Yeah, I love uh, the, the the radio presenter ad- attitude that you also bring towards your podcast. It's very. Um, it's welcoming. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> yeah, that's a good trait to have. I think a lot of podcast hosts uh, are maybe a, a little bit shy or a little bit um, like timid and such. But I like I like your energy. <laughs> no, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> there thought we go. There. Yeah, there, be... <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. All right. All right. So I, I would like to know, like in your first year of actually getting on to the podcast agency, if you had some problems, pitfalls, th- some some things that happened to you that were kind of like, oh, why is this happening to me? Can you kind of ex- explain one of those two, one of blah, 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 one or two of those to me, please? Sure. So, yeah, one of our biggest pitfalls we had at the start, we used to quote our clients based on per podcast, like a paper booking kind of system. And our clients were paying, I think, $150 or $160 at that stage per booking. We were getting them on on these shows, existing podcasts. So when we would book them on shows that got a a lot of um, clients for them or that got a lot of uh, leads for them, they would say, book me on more of those kind of podcasts. And um, some of the other shows we were booking them weren't getting them the same kind of reach. So they would also complain about the fact that there wasn't a sliding scale on which the bookings were costing $150, uh, no matter how how big the podcast is, we were booking them on. So that got us really thinking. And we were actually able to collect about 50 or like 55 podcasts, uh, personal download statistics, which we were able to see then some some algorithm in in the way where we can uh, look at public state uh, stats as well as uh, the the private stats we had from podcasts that shared them with us in confidentiality, and we were able to come up with a, a tier system that calculates the estimated reach of between two numbers of what a podcast downloads would be. So that was that was quite a big challenge that we were able to break through in, in then offering our clients. Um, a way where they could pay for the size of the podcast instead of for the opportunity. So that was definitely a big 
pitfall that we fell in because we lost some of our clients that eventually felt like we weren't able to book them on big podcasts anymore. We were only pitching them smaller shows. So we then obviously had to also look at the value of smaller shows and try and um, get our clients to to capitalize on on some of the smaller shows that they also speak on because they can be a lot more niche. So the two biggest challenges were definitely reinventing our pricing model along with um, the, the algorithm as well as um, just clients being very particular about the kind of podcasts that they wanted to speak on. And we weren't able to, li- to deliver on that in the beginning until we learned some strategies on how to get them on some of the bigger shows. And we learned that as the process goes on, you know, we have to change our things a little bit, but that's okay. Cause that's just part of the process. That's what we do to, to kind of get where we're going. And uh, it's good that you do that. It sounds like it's been pretty good for you since then. Yeah. Yeah, well, it helped me pay off my debt. I had quite a cumbersome debt. Um, I think my debt was close to in Rand value. It was about 400,000 Rand, which is close to like $20,000. So yeah, I was uh, quite under a lot of debt and the business uh, helped open up a new income revenue stream that was able to smash that. So I'm I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty happy about that. <laughs> That's good. That's amazing. That's why we do a lot of the things that we do is... Sometimes it's because we want to, sometimes it's out of desperation, but at the same time, it leads us into a direction that can be amazing for us, even in, for our future. So, sure. It reminds me of a saying, uh, I, I don't know if it's Confucius, but it's it's something like in every crisis comes opportunity. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd like to do here is, uh, back when you were getting started in the uh, in the podcast agency, did you have any mentors or anybody that you followed that kind of really helped you along in what you were doing? Kind of somebody that you idolized to uh, get you where you are now? We later on had one of our clients become actually a business coach. His name is Yaro Stark. So he's he's been, I think, on over 200 podcasts uh, so he's got a good track record and and he was able to also help us with our business in the sense of coaching us in in um, day-to-day um, delegation and helping us with a new copy for our website. And it was quite uh, great working with Yara because not only was he our client that we looked up at that was this very successful businessman, we were able to at a later stage then do a bartering agreement with him which uh, turned out to be a business coaching for our services uh, trade. So he was definitely very influential. He taught us about um, how to differentiate, uh, get differentiating points when you're marketing and all these um, aspects of um, just getting and turning over more clients. So yeah, he he definitely helped us a lot with with, um, the coaching that we did with him. So he would definitely be a mentor that we had up until this point. That's awesome. It's always nice to run into somebody like that that wants to help you so much, you know, and lead you along in, in a way that they already know that you're going to succeed and then you do. So that's always nice. What was his name? Yaros? What was his last name? Do you remember? Yaros Stark, but you don't spell it like the Stark, like a Tony Stark. It's S-T-A-R-A-K. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you spell his, his first name, Yaro, Y-A-R-O. Okay. Yoro Stark. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's awesome. So does he have his own podcast yeah. or does he have like a website? Yeah, he's got his own podcast. It's called Venture Capital. 
and uh, I think it's something else now. He might have changed the name recently, but he 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 was more a guest on a bunch of podcasts. Uh, he blew up back when um, blogging was quite a big thing as well, and he he made quite a a good training model out of how to be be a successful blogger and make money out of it. And he was. Uh, also traveling across the world as like as a digital entrepreneur or a digital nomad. So he was um, promoting that kind of lifestyle. And but he's got a business now called Inbox.com. So that's it, where his primary focus is, and it's, it's email management. Okay, that's amazing. We'll go ahead and try to uh, link Yaris into the show notes so people could look him up if uh, if you want to do that. Great business mentor. I'd recommend him a hundred times. <laughs> All right, awesome. In hindsight of what you've been doing so far, you know, looking back, is there a failure that you're actually proud of? I mean, I, I know there's a few failures that I've had where I'm like, you know, I'm glad I had that failure because I wouldn't be where I am now. So do you have anything like that you can kind of kind of tell us about? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's quite an embarrassing story. But uh, when we just started prospecting, we used to go and collect a bunch of email addresses. And then at the start, we didn't know anything about copywriting. So we were just sending bulk emails out to everybody like, hey, we're a podcast agency if you want to use us kind of thing, you know. So um, I I ended up, instead of CCing or BCCing everybody, I was uh, CCing about 150 people in a single email and they went mad because I was distributing email addresses and such because, uh, but, but my, most of those email addresses were found online as well. So they were public, but yeah, that was definitely a, uh, an error that I learned. You have to be very intentful and careful <laughs> with your work when you are especially doing, um, cold re- outreaches as that's your first, uh, impression <laughs> oh yeah but there was one lady there was one lady that actually responded out of the 150 and she 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 sent a nice warming email just saying like don't worry about these guys kind of thing uh there was about three or four people in the 150 list that that got quite upset so she was she was quite uh, kind uh in sending me an email <laughs> yeah ladies and gentlemen BCC. That's what we're looking for. Not CC. Yeah. Okay. Just so yeah. you know, <laughs> a lot of, uh, exactly. a lot of email service providers actually do that for you now. Um, like convert kit and, uh, MailChimp and things like that. So you don't have to worry about that so much, but if you're using like, uh, like, uh, Gmail. yeah, Gmail or anything like that. Yeah. you got to make sure you put that in the right spot. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, that was quite early on when we started the business. I think we tried to maintain our reputation a bit better after that. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. And you learned from it. That was the important part that you learned from it. Now, what I'd really like to know is kind of like the opposite of that. Is there an accomplishment that you've had at this point that you're really proud of having? What's your most successful accomplishment you like to talk about? I guess just the achievements of some of our clients, we've booked some of our clients on podcasts that get well over 50,000 downloads. So that's quite a a good amount of um, exposure that they're getting from those kind of podcasts. And yeah, I think um, I would have never thought we would have been able to build our team up to, uh, at a point we had 12 agents working with us 
and uh, we've served well over 75 clients so just the achievement of building a business and never never really being in the in the the the, the entrepreneurial seat that I was so yeah it was it was great to be able to pivot from the music scene into into this business they were obviously um struggling at times but in my professional musician career just playing some big stages there's we've got massive festivals here in South Africa where there's 40 50,000 people at a, at an Afrikaans uh, music festival so those would probably be the the, the best uh, examples I could give you <laughs> <laughs> do you ever I mean, do you have your own podcast? So starting your own podcast, I think, is still much better than starting a YouTube channel as YouTube is a lot more saturated. But when we were looking at starting our own podcast, the 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 market was of that sort that you also need to put in a lot of time investments into the podcast. And that can um it can take a long time for the podcast to start building up some popularity as i'm sure you know so speaking on another podcast as a guest is has always been a, a bit of a quicker turnover i think but obviously you are building up more of a platform with the loyal listener base uh, over time so there's are two different models and we've just decided to to stick more to the guest appearances than having our own show because I was always, I was like wondering if you were able to do like a mixture of a podcast with your music ability, mm. and, and kind of use that because now you're taking the bo- best of both worlds and putting them together into one type of thing. So I don't know, it was just caught across my mind there. So I was just curious if you did anything like that. For sure. Well, I mean, podcasting you can get so niche. That's what I love about it. You can get a show that talks about fishing. You can get a show that talks about fly fishing. And you can even have a podcast that talks about the music industry and how to be successful in the music industry. It doesn't even have to be uh, music playing or or playing instruments of any sort on the on the podcast. I think just dis- uh, discussing the industry and how to be successful or how to um, grow in the music industry could be valuable as well. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about anything like that will definitely get you the audience because there's information that we want to know about. Anybody that wants to break into the industry, hey, here's a good way to do it, or here's what I did, or anything like that. So, I don't know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the beauty of podcasting is you you can edu- you can be educated, and I think if you're able to educate and entertain an audience, then your your content's going to grow and and raise to the top. I always say, cream raises to the top. Well, I try to entertain by by comedy. If you couldn't tell already. <laughs> Uh, with, yeah, no, you, with information, ten out of ten. There. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. So that's great. Thank you so much for that. As a new entrepreneur, because most of my audience are brand new entrepreneurs, are just getting started in their entrepreneurial adventure. What advice would you give us before taking that jump into entrepreneurship? What's that main thing you want to be able to tell everybody, hey, keep this in mind uh, as you're going along? Well, what worked really well, obviously, I can only speak from my own experience, but what worked really well for me was getting a good business partner who was um, complimenting me in in areas where I was lacking and, and vice versa. He's actually... Um, quite introverted and more of a behind-the-scenes integrator kind of guy that comes up with crazy uh, things I would have never thought of. But 
uh, crazy good things. <laughs> but um, I think what what worked really well for me was just having a business partner that was just as motivated as me. And I think we both came from the same desperation at that time as well, because he's also a professional musician. He was working with quite a few artists here in South Africa too. And when COVID came, he also went um, into uh, like shell shock from from not having shows to play anymore. So I think we were both very um, motivated to get this business off of the ground when we started it. So yeah, just getting a good business partner who is uh, as motivated as you and has some supplementary um, skill sets that you don't uh, have yourself. Yeah, something that that is the part that you're missing that you need that you could have in somebody else. That's who you want as a business partner to kind of complement what yours. If it's not in your zone of genius, but it's in their zone of genius, that's the type of partner you want to have. That way, you have that complementary to each other. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, who's your business partner? What's his name? Eric Gerber. So it's also Afrikaans um, or South African last name, but you spell it G-E-R-B-E-R, Gerber, <laughs> Eric Gerber. Nice. And I don't know if you explained this to me already, but I'm going to ask it again anyway. How did you guys meet? I mean, I know you go through, we're both of the music industry and that kind of thing, but how did that go about? Yeah, uh, the music industry in South Africa is actually quite small. Uh, most of the musicians know most of the musicians, but funny enough, I met him. He he was in a band called Red Helen, and I went to to one of the festivals where they were playing, and I saw him on stage and thought, "Wow, this guy's really talented, really gifted." And then just uh, had a chat with him after the show, and then from there on, we just became friends. It's amazing how, you know, some people are intimidated by somebody like that where they're really talented and they sound really good, but they're like, oh, he's not going to want to talk to me. I don't want to have anything to, you know, he won't want to have anything to do with you. But if you have the courage just to walk up and say, hi, my name is Raymond. How are you? This is, you know, what I do. And then you hit it off and suddenly here's your business partner. So you just never know. You know, stay away from that fear because, you know, you don't know what could come about of it. I always talk about fear in all my podcasts and how we overcome fear to get to new areas in our business. So. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, I so, agree. I think a lot of people project some of their own insecurities onto other musicians that are maybe more gifted than, than them. But the crazy thing about music is music is so wide. You can be really good at three or four things that the other guitar player is not going to be good at. So there's always so much uh like ground to cover so ob asking objectively who's the better musician is sometimes a tough uh arbitrary question maybe you just need to have a rock off to see who's better <laughs> a deal guitar <laughs> deal. yeah <laughs> yeah we're looking forward to that okay so <laughs> what i like to do with all my guests experienced or not is to see what their what their goals are for the next six months so, Raymond, in the next six months, where do you see yourself in your business? Um, I guess I'd like to 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 um, offer a new service. We are looking at training people in. Uh, so, for instance, if a business has a secretary or a virtual assistant or just an assistant to train those kind of members or somebody in a sales and marketing team how to book their founder or see uh, on podcasts as a form of marketing exposure. So going into teaching them the the, the, the ins and outs of the podcast industry and also helping them with um, the first four podcasts that uh, they book their founders on. So basically like a, a train somebody internally on your team 
how to how to book you on podcasts or how to book the founder on podcasts. So we we haven't landed a client of that yet. Um, but offering that part of the business, I'd like to expand that a little bit more this year, more of like a training program. And then um, we have a, a free course where we, we share um, ways of how to book yourself on podcasts too. So we released that at the start of this year. And um, I went through quite a bit of a, a tough time um, in my personal life. So I wasn't able to market the, the course, but I'd like to also get the course to just do a little bit better this year um, or at the second half now, just to, to get some more downloads and, and help people out with uh, the free course that we have. So yeah, I guess just get more downloads for that and get more clients for, for our other division of the business, the new division. And that free course, is that available right now or? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. It's, it's at uh podcast connection forward slash get booked now. So uh, podcastconnection.org forward slash get booked now. All right. And we're going to have that in the show notes. So if you want to check out this uh, free course program, Check that out. Click on the link in the show notes, and we'll see if we can get you some people to take a look at that, okay? Thanks so much, uh, DJ Scoop. I love it, man. All right. <laughs> I almost called you Dr. Scoop. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's okay. As long as Scoop's in there somewhere, right? As long as it's in there. <laughs> All right. Raymond, this is your time to shine. Now, I want you to actually advertise yourself. I want you to tell us where to find you, how to find you, and all that good stuff. Okay? Ready, set, go. Sure. So if anybody is looking for a podcast agent to book them on podcasts, you can go check out our website, podcastconnection.org. And if you are uh, interested in having someone um, on in your business book you on podcasts, you can also check us out over there and just check me out on, on Instagram as well, connect with Ray. So you guys are welcome to follow me. I share some cool tips there as well on the podcast industry and how to benefit from it, get better ROI. And yeah, just some some cool content on my Instagram as well. So you can follow me there. All right, Raymond, thank you so, so much for being on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. I really appreciate you coming out here. And uh, I'm looking forward to maybe following up with you in six months so we can see if you've hit those goals. Is that okay? That sounds good, man. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Ever- Everybody stay tuned for the wrap-up. Okay, thank you, and Take care. Have a great day. Thanks so okay. much. Bye-bye. <laughs>
You can email me at uepodcast2021 at gmail.com and let me know that you want to get on that waiting list. Also, group coaching is still going to be available. I only have five spots left, and I want you to take advantage of those if you can. That's going to be happening on October 3rd. So uh, if you want to get in on the waiting list on that or get one of those five spots, you can email me at doingittodaycoaching at gmail.com. Uh, once again, just like I said before, there is a very, very little teeny tiny minor cross involved, but I use that just to keep the podcast rolling. So I really would appreciate it. Also, uh, I'm really excited. I actually set a date for myself to quit both of my jobs. That's right. The two jobs I'm working right now, uh, I'm going to quit both of those on January 1st, 2025. So I'm actually giving myself just about a year and a couple months to be able to start with enough income doing the podcast and whatnot uh, to quit both jobs. You're going to see new products coming from me that you can purchase to help you get going on your entrepreneur adventure. All right. Thank you very much for a great three-part series of experienced entrepreneurs. Um, my next episode, we're going back to the coaching. So I hope you enjoy that. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>